Hello, everyone, and welcome to the League of Learning Wild Rift podcast. Here, we are looking to help Wild Rift players new and old to improve their game by creating a library of important information that is easily accessible for anyone who wants to up their skill. You can follow us in our Discord, on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Links to all of these can be found using our link tree available in the podcast description. If you'd like to support us monetarily, you can reach out to Hispanic Link in Discord, or you can check out our Patreon via our link tree. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the League of Learning Wild Rift podcast episode 18. Holla back at your boy. We did it. We've made it to almost 20, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> 18 is such a random <laughs> random milestone. Hell, hell yeah, 18! Woo! We did it. It's old, enough, it's old enough to be considered an adult podcast now. In some states. Oh, dear God. I'm Chunko. <laughs> I'm Chunko, but also disgusted. You're allowed to be both. Yep. Anyone else? Am I just here? <laughs> I'm the full of burrito and currently streaming Decleave. Yeah! Woo! Yeah. Thank you to Decleave for bringing our podcast to the live forefront that gives us a VOD, that gives us video, that gives us all sorts of cool shit. So thank you, Dave, for bringing yet another amazing aspect and benefit of our podcast. I wonder if this actually... I feel, I think that's a you might have to enable that or something. Oh, I know some people can have it disabled. I don't know if it's disabled by default or what. Oh, we're enabled. Yeah, and I, I know I have I have to be an affiliate at least, but I am, so it should be. I have to be the thing I am, so it should. Just checking, The credentials I need are the credentials I have. Therefore, I should be okay. It is not, it is now enabled. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, we have a fourth person on this podcast, right? No. Ha! Asked and answered. <laughs> I'm Emily. You fucked up your line, Hi, man. You were supposed. The whole reason you were going last was so you could say your line, and I'm Emily. And now, because of all this shenanigans, it's all fucked up. I'm sorry. She's a little busy preparing for her wedding in a month. Oh. All right. Perfect. Also, wedding spoiler. We have hit our... Did you, wait, you guys are getting married? Yeah, weekly podcast quota for talking about our marriage. Uh, it is... Oh, God, I don't even know how long it is. Not... It is very close. Oh, my God, you don't even know how close your wedding is. Come on, son. Can I Can I wager a guess real quick? Sure. Emily, you probably know the exact days, right? Uh-huh. Counting the seconds. <laughs> is it 36? Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> Look at that. Look how surprised she is, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Look at how surprised I am. <laughs> uh. All right. 
All right, cool. We got that out of the way. Let's get the next most important topic on our lineup down and out of the way right now. Emily, how many team boosts you got? 27. Ooh, that's definitely, I think, the lowest you've ever had them. No. As far as, like, recorded official evidence on the podcast, I think 27 is the lowest number you've set. That part's true. Uh probably yeah i did have it at 25 last week but i got more mm. so now i've got it down to 27 Boom. that free value it's gonna get you it really is <laughs> all right today we have a few topics that we're going to discuss we're going to talk about gwen that's literally the topic it's talk about gwen we're going to talk about what to do if you're about to die and some things you may want to do and things you may not want to do in regards to abilities, summoner spells, ultimates, etc., etc. We'll get to that later, though. Oh, Ryan? First off, if you're going to die, don't. Yes! That's probably that's probably my most helpful tip, um, but carry on. Good answer. Good answer. Yep. <laughs> spend your money. Definitely spend your money. Spend your money. Oh, well, here, there's conflicting information here. When you die, you go back to the fountain. When you go back to the fountain, you can use your money. Holy shit, you broke the meta. I don't know how common this is on Wild Rift, but I, st- I still see it as, like, level whatever I am, like 360 or something. People will still wait until they spawn again to spend their money. Why? Just spend it while you're dead. I don't know. Either they just don't know that they can, or they just don't. I don't know what it is, but I see it all the time still. They're thinking about what they want to buy. There's so many items. While they're dead for 40 <laughs> seconds? Yes. Just throwing it out there that it still happens. There's so many items, Dave. How could you possibly make a decision on the spot? It's true. How could you possibly know what you're doing? It's true. Well, they definitely don't know what they're doing. That's, yeah. I mean, all right. Getting back to the list. Getting back to the list. Let's get back real quick. The last two things that we're going to talk about is talking about how to play in duo and trios and some tips that might differ Ooh. from solo queue or things that you might be able to do differently with that opportunity. I feel like I could learn something from here because <laughs> <laughs> we suck at trios. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Although I've been playing some games with Dory recently and he's given me some pretty neato tips. So I'm looking forward to sharing those. Cool. The first one's get carried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's definitely a good one. Get in the backpack. <laughs> the the main one he said is I should probably actually try to hit my giant or biggest snowball ever ability. Like I should try what? to hit enemy champions with it, not just like you know miss wildly or whatever. Just ru- run past yeah. them and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and be like, hey guys. <laughs> it was a, it was a pretty good tip. I look really scary until I run right by them, and then they're like, oh. <laughs> You're putting the fear of God in them, though. <laughs> and then lastly, what are if you could pick five champions to be on your team? And that's four. Here's five fingers. Five champions to be on your team. <laughs> yeah, I saw this one, and this one's interesting because it, 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 I, 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 I think it's an opportunity to introduce a new thought process to the person who asks this question. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's get into it. Gwen. The, the the wonderful lady with the scissors, because I wasn't going to use profanity. The wonderful lady with the scissors. With better animations on Wild Rift than on PC. Hell yeah. Ooh, Bold. you think so, huh? Oh, it's objectively true. Bold. Because Wild Rift is just a cleaner, better looking game. No, like they literally just updated the champion. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, like the character model is, is higher, higher quality and everything. 
Emily, have you been able to figure out how the website works and have you been able to look into Gwen's abilities a little bit? Snip, snip. I mean, I have what you sent me up. No. What? (laughs) So the five little boxes you can click. Yeah. Nope, yep. Okay. Okay. We're getting a lot of conflicting (laughs) information here. This is going to be a fun one to edit. No, I was clicking on the boxes and then the video would pop up. I don't want the video. I just want the boxes where's this echo coming from by the way antonio it's coming from emily i think i'm trying to fix it right now me do we have echo cancellation ticked oh no oh i can't tick it because we're recording right now i guess we'll have to start over (laughs) podcast ended next podcast welcome to episode 19 everybody it doesn't count as an episode what what, 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 I was just about to crack the, the, the meta again. You just make one ep- one minute episodes and we'll get to 100, uh, episode 100 like super quick. A couple hours. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. You're right. We have to get to the next arbitrary uh, celebration point as quickly as possible. Episode 37, everyone! <laughs> yeah, let's do it! Also, we had to celebrate last episode because that was the number of Josh Allen. Oh, hell yeah. This is a sports ball thing, or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. episode seventeen special. So, all right, Emily, what does Gwen? What does her passive do? What's well, hold do? on, is the echo better? Are we good now? No, not really. I don't know. He's a pretty like he's a pretty okay mid laner. Josh Allen. No echo. No echo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying Josh Allen was a good mid laner. I was like, what? Oh my goodness. I'm pretty sure Josh Allen's played League of Legends though. I bet he looks like it. He looks the part. He's too competitive to have like never downloaded it once. <laughs> Emily, I would really, really love to know what Gwen's passive does. Because he currently doesn't know. I wanna know. Okay. <laughs> well, first I wanna say so there's a couple quotes on here and it's one of them, it'll be my scissors and my pleasure. And I think that's really funny. But anyways. Hell yeah. <laughs> Emily wants to play Gwen. You heard it here first. <laughs> Scissor me timbers. Well, let's see what she does first. <laughs> it has to do with scissors. I marked my, I marked my stream as 18+. plus. This is fine. I swear a lot on stream. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Alright, good. We're doing good. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. So her passive is called Thousand Cuts, and her basic attacks deal bonus on hit magic damage based on a percentage of her enemy's maximum health. So basic attacks against champions will heal her for some of the damage dealt. Okay. Pretty good against tanks. She's an ability power champ then, so a magic user? Correct. Mm. Mm. Fuck if I know. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's why we're on the podcast, and we need to learn together. <laughs> How else are we going to know? Okay. And losers, we're learning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, her Q is snip snip, with an exclamation point. She rapidly snips her scissors between two and six times, dealing magic damage in a cone. At a minimum, she'll snip twice, adding one snip per basic attack. Gwen has landed on an enemy. Ooh, okay. Up to four? Up to four. Yeah. Okay, up to four. Got it. 
Yeah. In parentheses, up to four for a total of six. Snip, 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 snip. <laughs> and then enemies in the center of each snip take true damage as well as a bonus magic damage. I hate Ryan so much. I silenced my <laughs> notifications for the podcast and he's purposely pushing the notifications through. <laughs> Anyways. Can you believe this guy? Yes. Out here I can. Yes, I can. Absolutely I can. Yes, 100%. Not even close. All right. Okay. Ability 2. Yep. Sounds pretty dope. So her W is hollowed mist. She spins up the hollowed mist to surround her for five seconds, gaining some armor and magic resist when in it. Enemies outside the mist cannot target Gwen or hit her with any abilities. The mist will move to follow Gwen the first time she tries to leave it, but will, but will dissipate the next time. This is one of many reasons why she is fucked up. <laughs> Lastly, can you read her ultimate? No, you, you skipped her. Uh, you skipped her E. Yep. I was like, I have two more things. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you not know anything about? It's no, it's, it's not his fault. Okay, like sometimes you have champions like Nasus, whose passive is you get some life steal, and then other times you have champions whose passive is other champions three like three abilities. So I don't blame him for losing track. <laughs> sorry, my bad. Okay, that's fair. Okay, we're on E now. Okay. Which is skip and spot. Skip and slash. Um, she dashes a short distance and empowers her attacks with increased range, speed, and on-hit magic damage for four seconds. Attacking an enemy during this time refunds 50% of this ability's cooldown. Pretty good. No. Yeah. Okay. And then her R is needlework. She can cast needlework up to three times but needs to hit an enemy within eight seconds. To unlock each subsequent cast, each cast fires needles in a line that deals magic damage, slows enemies, and, um... You got me both? Yeah. I don't think he meant to unmute there. (laughs) Nope. No, I did not. (laughs) I was like, what? Alright, so needlework. You can use it up to three times. You have to use it up, well, like, within eight seconds of each subsequent cast. And then each cast fires needles in a line that deal magic damage, slow enemies, and apply thousand cuts bonus damage. Bonus magic damage. Oh, she just runs your ass down. That's fucked up. (laughs) The first cast will fire one needle. The second will fire fire three. And the final cast will fire five for a total of nine needles and nine applications of thousand cuts. Okay. She sounds really fucked up as a champion. Yeah, that's why she's gotten she's gotten nerfed like seven times. Very bursty. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was muted again. There's a clip of G2 playing against, uh, I, I want to say like Fnatic or something in the regular season of this year. And Broken Blade, their top laner, is playing Gwen. And he just activates Ghost and just, like, as you correctly identified Antonio just fucking runs him down <laughs> like he just he, he's just like I'm gonna win the game now and just like kills him <laughs> oh my god I can't wait to watch a pentakill with Gwen like it's gonna be a Gwen to kill <gasps> anyways the, the first time I played Gwen and Aram I got a pentakill that's that was my experience with Pike I feel like that says more about I feel like that says more about the enemy team than it does your than it does go in. 
I think it also could say something about the champion. The champion is just ridiculous. I was going to say, like... It was not hard. The champion is fine. She has very clear counters. Melee champions. Yeah, okay, sure, that's fair. And ARAM, the the formats that Dave and I play, uh, it's a lot harder to pick counters for the enemy team. <laughs> You're not wrong. But, like, Gwen's... A lot of Gwen's strength is in her second ability, where she gets to become immune from projectiles. Yes. Which, like, you know, melee champions don't really have those, so <laughs> they kind of dumpster her in, in that regard. Yeah. I know people are talking, like, Darius, Garen, Set can really counter Gwen pretty hard. Yeah, they, yep, all those champions for sure are tough matchups for Gwen. Gwen is really good into like tanks like Malphite, Dr. Mundo, who is not really played that much. I mean, like she's fine against Kennen. I don't know, what do you think? I think she has a winning matchup in Kennen. What do you think, Dave? I mean, I mean Kennen's whole thing is he kind of want to get wants to get on you. I think that's a skill matchup. That's fair. I like I think he wants to get on you. I just feel like once he's in there, Gwen can like outtrade him pretty hard. Well, I think once you get six, I think you just insta-burst her, because she's pretty squishy. That's fair. That is one of her weaknesses, is she has to build damage. Yeah, that's fair. This is a clarifying point I'd like to make, actually, because, Dave, you say that a lot, when they hit six. So, in PC League... Oh, when they hit ult. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, in PC League, ultimate is not active until level six, because it goes up to level 18. That's when, like, you're done leveling. Wild Rift, you get your ultimate at level five, and you finish leveling at level 15. Correct. So, just keep that in mind. When Dave says, when you hit six, it just means when you hit your ultimate. Boomer. I swear to God, there have been times when we're playing together in in the same room, and I'm like, and I'm like, about to hit six, and we're playing Wild Rift. (laughs) I'm like... You guys must be like, what the fuck? You were like, you're level four. How? <laughs> Triple kill. Oh, there he goes. Level six. <laughs> wow, that's a hell of a called shot. <laughs> Emily, what do you think of Gwen? Do you think she's a cool champ? Do you have any interest in playing her? Anything you see that you're like, wow, I really got to try that? I'd try her. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. It is so satis- so, so satisfying to cut a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I, like the annoying thing about her too is that like when her passive is applied, like it's applied per target, right? So like, oh. if you if you get your ult across the entire enemy team, you you heal for all of those applications. You thousand cuts all of them. Yep. Oh, that's mean. Yeah, it can be pretty nasty. She she also builds uh, Rift Maker, which is an item that heals you. Which they just put into Wild Rift, by the way. Yep. How convenient. Yeah. It's like they planned it. It's someone. Someone on Reddit was like, "Do you think they put it in the game for for her?" I was like, "So what if they did?" Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> probably they probably did. What about it? <laughs> Mordekaiser next. Well, honestly, I feel like um, they might have been thinking that way because they also updated Omni Vampus last, last patch to apply to true damage as well, which she does a lot of. Mm. Less than normally, but yeah, that, that was one of the ways that she got nerfed. Alright. And the positions that you can play Gwen in are jungle and top. I mean, you could probably play her mid. What? Yeah. Uh, I think she can play be played on any top, any, any top side of the map. So jungle, so mid, like, top? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. She's primarily, she is uh, pretty much only a top laner in Big League. Uh, I think she's probably only a top laner in Wild Rift 2. Uh, I don't think, like, her, like, what made her good in the jungle and PC League didn't make it to Wild Rift, and 
uh, her passive really encourages you to play against people who are who want to build health, right? So she's not pretty. She's not particularly good in the mid lane because she's squishy. That she dies to a lot of the mages and assassins, but she doesn't. She can't deal enough damage to kill them back a lot of the time. The underlying thing that we're hinting at here is that mid is the most gankable lane. Mid is the easiest cupcake lane. Because anybody can go visit. <laughs> Top, bot, jungle, anybody can come visit mid. It's an open lane. Mm, I mean, like, she'll lose lane without any jungle intervention in mid lane, I think. I mean, most melee versus uh, ranged matchups would in mid lane. Sure, but I think she'd lose to, like, Silas and Zed. Uh, Silas isn't in Wild Rift, but I think she'd lose to Silas and Zed in PC League. Well, yeah, I, th- I think those champions are, like, built to, to be champions like Glenn anyway. Sure. My point is she's shitty in mid lane. <laughs> no! Good point. Good point. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> also, her her, uh, her passive damage is capped against monsters. That's the other reason why she isn't really a good, a good jungling. Yeah. Also, Yasuo kind of dumps her. Dumpsters her, but I feel like she, of the melee mids, she has the best matchup against him because she get, could, I guess, theoretically block every, like, a, the, like a tornado. But if you're trading, the, like, the third application of your spammable Q versus your 20-second cooldown ability, like, I don't know if you can call that favorable. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Kind of, she does, I feel, like, I feel like she just, like, like her autos after, like, one, one item probably do more damage than Yasuo's. Sure, but she needs to be able to get to that item against Yasuo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying. Also, everybody knows Yasuo has an O13 power spike. Like it's O10, actually. Thank you very much. My bad. My bad. Thank you for correcting me. I don't play a lot of Yasuo. Hickey would know. I would. Hasa get him. Hasa get got. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else have any other helpful things they want to talk about for Gwen or anything in general, or do you want to move on to the next thing? Uh, after you use your E, uh, your next auto also gets extended range. That's important. And you can also you can also E over walls. Ooh. I don't know if the range thing made it into Wild Rift. Those are both very good things. Well, that's kind of important. Well, it is a tiny map. Turns out Googling Gwen does not get you what you want. What? Um, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what did it get you, though? Professional podcast. <laughs> Turns out there are a lot of Gwens out there. <laughs> Who knew? A lot of Rule 34 stuff. Ugh. Damn, it's been a while since I heard Ryan called Hickey. Yeah, that's a thing I do. I'm guessing this is Maria. Oh, <laughs> that is Maria. Oh, hi, Maria. She's in uh, Dave's chat. Yeah, I'm actually going to go to Dave's stream, but chat only. <laughs> eh... Okay, no, it did, it did make it to water. If she does get a slight amount of attack range, ship. Uh-huh. Um, but the important, I think, you know, important to make sure you get that auto app so you can keep uh, you get the refunded cooldown. Yeah. What at at max rank and with a little bit of ability haste, you can have that buff up hundred percent of the time. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Her uh, her Q can be up that often too. Uh, once it's max, mm-hmm. any max or Q. Yep. So you you usually as. So, so Gwen is one of those champions. I don't know. I, I feel like we've talked about this a couple of times where uh, she'll usually start her E, but max her Q. I, I think it's um, matchup dependent, but yeah, I think that's totally valid. Yeah. Am I louder without this on? I don't know what this is. I took off the little foam thing on top. 
I can hear your your spits and your peas. It depends on where you put the foam now. How about now? Maria said I was quiet, and I don't want to be quiet. I can't hear you at all now. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) You're you're a a little quieter. (laughs) Take it away. Maybe I'll just have to talk louder. Boost my volume. I can't boost your volume. (laughs) Maria, how loud am I? Siri, boost my volume. (laughs) Oh, I can boost my volume. Imagine that. Am I louder now? Oh, I'm definitely louder now. Oh, yeah, you're You're a little too loud now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, feels about right. Give it a second, Maria. It gets louder. (laughs) Sonic. Boom! <laughs> so there's this thing that streamers will do because like a lot of people use dark mode on their thing, right? And then they'll like open up a spreadsheet or something and they call it like a flashbang. Oh my god, that makes sense. Um, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just flashbang this with your with that, but sonically, you're just watching a stream in the dark, no lights on or anything, and suddenly white light, bing. Yep. Bing. All right, next topic is, so you are about to die. Could be Aram, could be Summoner's Rift, could be, you are out there. You see three enemy champions. They're coming for you. You have Flash, you have Ghost, you have Stasis, you have Ultimate. You are at 10% health. I feel like this is a religious question. What, what, what do you do? Do you try to get away? Do you use Summoner spells? What, what are your thoughts on this? If you know you're going to die for sure. Depends. Well... If you're a Catholic, you say your last rites. Um. You can give them to yourself. I don't think that's is that is that, is that kosher. Can you can you give them to yourself? You can pray. I don't know. Like I said, this is I, this seems like a weird seems like a weird question. What do you do when you're about to die on a League of Legends podcast? Like, it seems kind of existential. <laughs> In game. In game. Uh... Oh. I'm League of Learning how to fucking communicate, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, so I think my answer, if I have to go into this. So if you're guaranteed to die, you should always flash 100% of the time. What? I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> that is what we call sarcasm. That, that was some pretty good echo we got there. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was pretty loud. <laughs> Uh-oh. I think they're going to take me. They took your uh, your can there for a second. They did. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> I think if you have any chance of surviving, like Ryan saying, you should you should try to survive because like not dying is infinitely better than dying in basically any situation except for a ram. Because sometimes dying in a ram. A what? A ram. A ram. A ram? A ram. A ram. Why say it like that? You just call it, you just called it a ram. A-R-A-M. <laughs> all random all mid. Why are you like this? So when that happens in ARAM, you are allowed to go buy items. That's actually the only time you're allowed to go buy items is when you're dead. So there are situations where it's more okay to die in ARAM than it is in normal rift. But but Generally speaking, dying less is better than dying more. So just always keep that in mind. However, if you flash away, you should try as a goal to survive 
for at least two minutes so that way you can use your flash again you know what i mean like the goal should be like can i live long enough to make sure that i still have these spells when i need them later if the answer is yes then you should use them and try to get away if the answer is no i tend to lean more towards like save your ultimate save your stasis save save those things for later because they will probably help keep you in alive alive in a situation where you're not a hundred percent dead does that make sense so it does I'm going to kind of go a little deeper and say, like, if you're about to die, and you know you're about to die, you should think about why. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Were you in the wrong position? Probably. Because, like, sometimes it's acceptable to die. Like, for example, uh, you could have this, like, this isn't ideal, but it is, a, it is acceptable in certain cases where, for example, if you're split pushing and the enemy team sends a bunch of champions to kill you and, and you're your team is like, okay, we'll take a couple towers or a dragon or something instead, right? Those kind of trades are acceptable to die, right? It's still not ideal. You ideally want to get your resources without giving any in return. But yeah, like, <clears throat> in those cases, you're like, you're almost intending to die. You're like, hey, come come here, come here, so, and, you know, don't pay attention to my team, right? But if you're just, if you're just shoved up in top lane, right, and you have no idea where their jungle is, and their mid laner has been like, hey, they're missing. <laughs> They're missing, and you're just like you're you're Gwen. You're shoving their scissors up up your opponent's top lane's butt. And you're like, <laughs> and you know, and then they come and gank you, and you know, you're like, hmm, why did I die here? <laughs> right? I was winning. Why did I lose? <laughs> yeah, maybe you know that's you know if you're if you are in a situation there when you're you know you're about to die, you should think, hmm, could have I avoided this? And the answer is probably, <laughs> yeah. That's 100% fair. So that, you know, it's kind of calling back to my joke earlier. I was like, when you're, you're about to die, don't. <laughs> right? But seriously, <laughs> if, like, you think you, like, pay attention to your position and, and, and try to play a little safer than you, than you are, right? Every death is a learning opportunity. Go ahead, Dave. I think you could, I think you could ask the existential questions after you die. <laughs> In league, maybe. <laughs> You don't know. Fair. Or or in life or death. But anyway, I think um I think the thing to really consider is if you expend the cooldown, will you then not have the cooldown for something that you know is coming? So specifically for things like uh dragon or baron or things of that nature. So like if you know you're going to be fighting for dragon, uh do you want to use an ability that you then will not have for that dragon fight? Something else is and like this is harder to to to, to kind of identify in the moment because it happens so quickly, but there is no distance you can travel that will stop a projectile from traveling. <laughs> so if a projectile is already in the air, don't bother flashing. You're already dead. It's all it's going to hit you no matter where you flash to. You can't flash behind a wall. You can't flash in your base. You'll just die anyway. So don't flash. Or on the other side of a person, unless it's a Caitlyn ult. Or action. Unless. You're Gwen. Why? Right? Because you can block projectiles with Gwen, right? Like, I can block a Jinx rocket with Gwen's little protection thing? Yeah, to, to her. Yeah, but you don't need a flash to do that. No, 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 I agree, but I'm saying, like, there are situations where targeted projectiles can be blocked, so be aware of those as well. Not you, our learners. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. So, we need to make a very clear distinction here. Gwen's W doesn't block projectiles. It makes her immune to them. 
So if you are on the other side of a Gwen and there's a Jinx rocket coming and Gwen uses her W, it will go through Gwen's W and hit you. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. <laughs> it does not block them. Yeah, it's not Samira W. Or Yasuo Windwall, like you were saying. Or Windwall or, or Brahm's door or anything. It doesn't stop the projectile, it just goes through. It's just her. Yeah. Yes. I'm safe, not you, me. Yeah. I I have trolled many a person. <laughs> Anything else? Anybody any like I mean, I think I think we've covered that topic pretty nicely. Yeah, I think like if you're about to die, don't use any summoner spells. All right. <laughs> like I think is like you know, like if you know you're going to die and using the summoner spell doesn't like let you trade back or survive, what like why use it, right? Like you're just burning cooldown for no reason. They won twice there, right? Because now they ganked you, they killed you, and they burned your flash so they can gank and kill you again when you spawn, right? So, like... Yeah. Yep. Again, those things are super hard to do in the moment because, like, League is a very fast game. But that's why you think about these things so that you can ingrain them in your head and by the time, you know, you get to the thing in game, it's more muscle memory than, like, a conscious action, right? And speaking to something you just said, Ryan, if you're ganking and somebody uses a flash... Everybody considers that a successful gank. Like, anytime the opponent flashes... Depends. I mean, yeah, that's true. Like, if they flash at you and kill you, that's not a successful gank. <laughs> if that flash is capitalized on... If that flash being burned doesn't turn into anything, if that's just if that's just down and then the lane proceeds as normal and nothing else happens, then that gank didn't really do anything. So, yeah, like... That's fair. That's where that concept comes from, is that, like, it, it's considered a win... Because it's it's like a future win. It's a win you can go and collect later, right? But then people like take that a little too far, and they're like, "Oh, I burned their flash. It's a good gank." It's like, no, no, no. It's a good gank that you have to still collect later, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> you have to go back to that lane. Just burning the flash isn't a victory, <laughs> right? Just burning the flash means they survived, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just one of the many battles that gets us to the victory. It means they are vulnerable now, or more, more vulnerable. Yeah, so but you you still have to capitalize on that vulnerability. So like to 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 that you know clarify, it is a victory, but it is not a victory in and of itself necessarily. Yeah, that makes sense. I got you. I feel it. I feel it. I I do want to expand on one thing that Ryan said also. So the uh, projectiles in the air thing will always continue thing. That is also true for melee basic attacks. Yeah. So like, you know, if someone's in their animation and you flash, they're that they're still going to pop you after the flash distance. Um animate like uh you can only cancel your own animations, not other people's. <laughs> Aw, but I want to cancel their animations. Uh, well, if you're fighting specifically Callista, you can. If you flash into a bush. Sure. Okay. Again, another champion that's not exist in Wild Rift yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fine. When Callista's in Wild Rift, if she loses sight of her target, her aunt, her auto gets canceled. Yeah, which is hilarious in pro play at times. Oh, let's cover uh, some of those things as a, a very different aside before we move on to the next topic. I just really quick, there's some like things that changed with 3.4 that are very important. Like one thing that changed, at least for me, that's very important is that leashing does fucking nothing now. If you are a bot lane, a solo lane, a mid lane, do not leash for your jungler. It is no longer worth it. Just don't do it. Well, and just to specify the reason why. Yeah. Um, they they changed the... So previously, like, you know, the minions would all spawn at the same time. But because top and bot lanes are longer than mid lane, the mid lanes would mid lane minions would meet, 
you'd have a little a, few, a little bit of time, and then the top and bot lane minions would meet and start attacking each other. That little bit of time is what you had available to leash before you started losing gold and experience from the minions dying in your lane. They changed that in this most recent patch to make the top and bot lane minions be faster on the first wave uh, so that they meet at the same time the mid lane minions do. This removes the window for you to leash and means if you leash, you're guaranteed to lose golden experience from your lane, uh, which is guaranteed to put you behind in your lane and you're guaranteed to have a bad time. Do not leash. (laughs) And if you see that your opponents are leashing, take advantage of that fact. Like, I don't know how, but do it. (laughs) Dude, you made coffee come out my nose. Goddamn. That was really helpful. Thanks. (laughs) I don't know. If you're you're about about to make a bad play, make a good one. If you're Damn, about to die, don't. <laughs> yes, you push the lane. That's what you do. You push the lane. You so you do shove the lane. Yes. Uh yeah. I don't know. Dory's been yelling at me about a lot of stuff, so I'm trying to be careful about like, do you shove the lane? Do you not shove the lane? It depends on the champion you're playing, because like if you if you try and shove the lane, but your champion can't shove the lane that fast that early, then you just fuck yourself because the enemy team could just freeze it on the front of their tower. Right. You need to actually be able to shove it and crash the wave against the tower. That makes sense. Which not every champ, not every champion can do that at level one or two. Play better champs. Yeah, that's fair. And to be clear, I appreciate the fact that Dory's yelling at me. He's trying to help me become a better player, so I appreciate that. I wish I had a Dory K following me around, telling me about all my <laughs> bad plays. <laughs> we tell you, about Dave. You were gonna say something. I did. How dare you? I said, "Yeah, shove them." All of that to call me a trash player. <laughs> I mean, I, that, that's kind of my shtick. Are there any other things that you shared? Oh, yeah, okay, that's fair. Everybody's got to be, you know, Emily's the and I'm Emily. You're the mean person. Ryan laughs at me and makes fun of me a lot. And his own jokes. Yep. And I make a podcast. <laughs> you have a podcast? I do. A lot of people hmm. don't believe it, but I do. Yeah. I should listen to it sometime. You should. You should check it out. It's pretty cool. Don't people need to listen to it for it to be? Yeah. If uh, if a podcast is recorded in the woods, but no <laughs> one's around to hear it, is <laughs> it really recorded? <laughs> okay, we're gonna record the next one. We're gonna record the next one in the woods. Okay. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I don't want to. You don't want to go to the woods, Emily. No. Well, too bad. But the thing is, we're, we're gonna record it on one recorder, so uh, Antonio doesn't oh, have four no. different audio streams. <laughs> 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 the editing's not gonna be fun. Yeah, it never is fun. Yeah, you're about to about to uh, level up, boyo. All right, so what's the next topic? Well, before we go on, was there anything you shared with Derek and I that was interesting from those screenshots? Like anything like the leashing change that was like huge or whatever? I don't think so, but mm. let's let me double triple check. Yeah, let's check the notes. That seems kind of that seems kind of leading. My sprint, my my uh, patch sprint down, brought to you by Chunko. Uh, Scryers Bloom can reveal junglers a little too early, so to combat that, they're pushing back the spawn time so junglers can plan out their routes a little more safely. So it spawns at forty-five seconds instead of twenty-five seconds. I think the biggest change, um, probably worth mentioning, is the introduction of support items. So I've been seeing a lot of conversation online about um, 
people not reading the patch notes and subsequently flaming their supports for using the <laughs> those, the the support items. <laughs> so there were two added. Uh, we have Spectrosickle and Relic Shield, both of which upgraded to two more items that have names as well so that I don't know <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> but they upgrade twice. So the Spectrosickle one uh, gives you bonus gold for harassing the enemy team and tower, and it's pretty good. And honestly, there are some people saying right now that it's best to take it on both champions in the bot lane because you still net gold even with the penalty from last for last hitting. I don't know. <sighs> I'm getting flashbacks. Even if it is better, I, it will likely be patched out pretty quick because I doubt that's what they intended. This has happened so many times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> was, it, it's crazy how they can make a mistake in PC League and the Wild Rift team can be like, yeah, we'll fucking make that mistake too. I'll do it again. Yeah, I'll fucking do it again. The other item is Relic Shield, which is a little different. It gives you, it allows you to execute a minion under half health and gives the support who does it like 125% of the gold and a nearby champion 100% of the gold. And it might even heal you for a little bit or something too. And so that's pretty cool because it allows you to kind of manipulate the wave in interesting ways because it, it also works on cannon minions who are a lot healthier than regular minions. And it ge- it literally generates extra gold for you and your, your partner. Spectral Sickle is more of an offensive item because it has uh, adaptive damage, either AD or AP. Relic Shield has health. HP, which makes it a little bit a little, a little bit tankier. And the thing I said about taking it on both champions kind of applies to both items. I, as an AD carry purist, will never uh, soil myself by doing this. But yeah, so those I think those are huge changes that drastically impact how like bot lane will be played out. That combined with leashing just makes bot lane an, an entire dragon lane an entirely different beast than it was last patch. The other big changes I thought were worth mentioning, Tristana got some cool quality of life changes, which I think will help her be more of a meta pick. Sunfire Cape has been a dominant pick. Sunfire Cape got nerfed. They reduced the damage, the burn it does, from 25% to 15% bonus damage, which is still a strong item, but kind of opens it up to being to build other items when you don't need armor. Because <laughs> before, Sunfire was just the best item to build, regardless of any situation. Which isn't interesting. Uh, it's If something's clearly the best choice, there's no choice, right? We've talked about that. The other biggest change? Two two more changes. Landry's Torment. I need to learn how to read items because I thought the item already worked this way. <laughs> um, but before, it was like uh, it was like a shitty Rift Maker. Uh, it gave you bonus damage for that stack for how long you're in combat. But now they, they added the burn to it. The max health burn so that's my bad for not reading the item before but it's it should be a lot better now and then the last the last change was to smite and antonio or hispanic link will love this one because i feel like I he's will. been burned by this yes he's been burned by this in the past Just um, today. <laughs> smite well like oh, the patch is already out so if you got burned by this today that's on you bud I know, um, fuck their targeting system. Please continue. Smite, Smite will prioritize epic monsters while casted by a quick swipe slash flick. What? <laughs> According to Hispanic Link, there may be some bugs with this, uh, with this change. 
And I know I said one last change, but the other other thing I wanted to mention was the update to the the other one last change. Yeah, they <laughs> they introduced a experimental change to the ping system. Instead of having a, a four a three button ping system, you can introduce a fourth button, and people might know that you can ping certain things like your cooldowns, your items, your you know things like that. But it's kind of counterintuitive how to actually do that. So they added a fourth button under the, the other three ping buttons. And you can drag, you click that button, and you drag it to whatever you want to ping about. So what? You, know, you drag it and you ping it to your ultimate and it does your ultimate cooldown. You, ping, you drag it to your, your flash, it'll be like, you know, flash has this much time left or whatever. So pretty cool. Check it out. It's in the settings. Um, they also changed that. It used to be default that you could see champion's health on the minimap, I think. Uh, and they made it, they changed that so it's not default anymore. So if you're like, why can't I see anyone's health on the minimap? It's in your settings. Go change it. And if, you, if you're if you like, wow, that's a cool feature. Go turn it on because it's super helpful. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, where did this go? And then I saw a tweet today that said it's in your settings. Go fix it, you idiot. And I was like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy they kept it. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was some flame on Reddit. That were, they were like, I can't believe they removed this feature. It's like, they didn't. They just... <laughs> they no. turned it off. <laughs> yeah, for, for some reason. <laughs> they were just like, ah, cool feature. Off. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a lot of people are getting a uh, good usage out of this. We, yeah. Let's change that. Honestly, so I did a I you'd be proud of me. I went through both my Probably main not. and my smurf settings and set them all to where they needed to go. So now all my buttons are the way I want them, all my pings are the way I want them. You think I'm proud of you for doing the bare minimum? Fuck you. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I feel about that comment. I am trying. <laughs> got me there uh that's it do you have a button to open your shop yet no haven't figured out just still buying all the automatic items do we have what do we have another topic yeah we do uh what are some tips for duo and trios that aren't necessarily the same for solo don't that's a good question i'm also interested in this (laughs) yes so good communication. The more you can communicate, the better. This is something I'm working to get better at personally. Just like making calls, telling people when I'm coming, where I'm going, what I'm thinking. Guys, this is gross. This is something everyone needs to work on. Like when we play, like in our play dates weekly, there are some fucking ghost silent games. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, we're right in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's something we all need. Everyone needs to work on. Is there like active communication? Emily. Emily, you've watched some League of Legends pro games at this point. When the pro players are playing, what are what are they doing? Willingly? <laughs> like, have I? Can you ask that question again, please? No. Answer it based on what you heard. No, I'm just kidding. You've watched some pro games at this point. Leaves call. <laughs> what What are the pro players generally doing a lot of, like, throughout the games? Killing minions, probably. They're, they're 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 not lookers. She's not watching them. <laughs> That's true. I I haven't been paying that close attention to where I'm paying attention to their. Sh- they're saying a lot of one word things or like you know small phrases like enemy at dragon mid gone mid gone you know top gone roaming mid. Oh, I have not paid attention to that at all. Top go sky. Top die. <laughs> Bad jungle. <laughs> wait do you know the top die meme the what 
top die meme? I don't know why I put my ear closer to my microphone. Like, that's going to make me hear better. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Hello? But anyways. No, tell me what it means. Hello? <laughs> okay, so top die. So the top laner impact. He was on Cloud9 back in the day. And they were winning some games. And they interviewed the, they interviewed the jungler. And they're like, you know, what's it like uh, playing? You know, how how like, what were you thinking during the game? What's it like playing with Impact? And he's like, dude, playing with Impact's great. I'll just be like clearing my jungle, and he'll be like, top die. And then like five seconds later, I see the notification. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got him. <laughs> yeah, it was like ten years ago. He still he still he just made the finals again in LCS. Yeah, that's such a long time to be on top. Impact's a beast. I mean, this is the same guy that also won Worlds twice with SKT, so or once. Once. But yeah, one thing you can do in duo and trio is... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have people with you, so you can work on your own personal macro, so that way when you get to games with other players that you want to be talking to and making better calls with, you'll know which calls to make. So this goes back to our last episode, Josh Allen episode 17. <laughs> Yeah, that's our boy. That's our son. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, knowing what calls to make and understanding how the game is supposed to work and where the flow of the game is leading you, because each, each game of League is different than the other. Like, they're not all the same. Different things happen in different games. What? You might be able to take Dragon in a handshake, or you might be able to take Rift Herald in a handshake. It all depends on, like, who's died in which lanes, who's ahead, who's behind, who has cryo. You might be able to take Dragon in a handshake, cut their hand off, and go take Rift Herald, too. Like. Yeah! All sorts of cool shit can happen. So, like, understanding how to make calls in different scenarios is going to ultimately help your communication you can make with your partners as well. Uh, Some more specific things, if you're an ADC or support, somebody in your duo or trio, being your lane partner can help a lot because you tend to be on more of a similar wavelength than if you're paired with a rando, like you're taking a chance there. Rando? Rando Calrissian. And playing some of the positions that can affect the map the most, like basically anything but solo lane let's be honest uh playing <laughs> playing positions like jungle adc that can affect the game all right here you know what? i'm just gonna make this super simple for everyone you see an enemy champion you kill an enemy champion rinse repeat until you, until there's no champions left and then you kill whatever is left to kill that's easy if your teammates miss a skill shot you spam ping the missing on them question marks yeah yeah until they leave the game yep if they like fail a tower dive, you just spam them with the question mark ping. Yeah. Yeah. If, if they if they die at any time, you question mark their corpse. Mm-hmm. People love that. And then like and, and like ping them like ping them while they're dead. So it's just like respawning in X amount of time. Sir. Mm, yeah, you can use the new the new ping for the new fourth button ping for that too. Yeah. 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 Is there one that like you can drag it to, that says like please uninstall? Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's just the normal yeah. chat, Dave. That's all chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's plenty of what are the what are they called? Like not the emojis. There's no quick chat for that. There should be. What's the what's the what's the fucking thing that you can do with the wheel? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're supposed to be expanding that next year. What are they? What are they called? They're like, but that's what the fuck are they called? <laughs> <laughs> what the smart things? Emotes are the emotes? Oh, the emotes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> There are some good emotes, yeah. I was like, they're not emojis, they're not fucking stickers, what the fuck are they? What the fuck? 
my name's not Rick. <laughs> Brian does everything intensely. All right. What's the question mark thing called in League? Is that a ping? It's called spam. It's no. called spam. <laughs> the missing ping? It's supposed to be the enemy missing ping. But stop it! That's not the enemy missing ping. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Why would they do that? Because it's supposed to be like I don't know where my 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 lane partner is? Question mark. Are you unfamiliar with trolls, or like is it is this your first interaction with sarcasm, or? I thought that this was like just like you know how you can do like danger or like you know engage and stuff. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Yeah, it is one of those things. That should not be the enemy missing pin because I know people just abuse it when you like die or enter or whatever. They'll just question mark where you started dying. Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we're talking about. It is. It is never used for an enemy is missing. No. No. I can't believe that's the enemy missing thing. <laughs> Diamond player, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's different in Wild Rift. No, it's the same. It is that ping in name only. Yeah. It, but in usage, no. Yeah, I was going to say. So in uh, Wild Rift, it's not a question mark, isn't it? Like a helmet with a slash through it or whatever, and that's like the enemy missing ping? No, that's 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 vision here, dude. Diamond player. Hmm. Okay, 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 okay. There's a question mark in Wild Rift. Yeah, absolutely there is. Fuck, Emily even says it's a question mark. Fuck. Dude. <laughs> I never use those things either, so. Next time Antonio dies, spam his dead body with that question mark. Spam the shit out of it. <laughs> like, why'd you die, honey? Uh. <laughs> ping, 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 ping. I'm just running up lane, and I just keep lighting up with enemy missing the whole way down lane. It's like, where's this fucker? All right, uh, since since you since you have me curious, um, I'm loading up the game right now, so we can go over exactly what the pings are. Since you have no idea, all right. Good. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, while Ryan's loading up the game, all right, done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we have the top one, which is engage the enemy. Engage. Antonio yep. knows that one. Yep. We have the second one. Danger. Yeah. <laughs> we have the second one, which is danger. We have the third one, which is I'm on my way. It's on my way? Oh, fuck. I really don't know the pings. <laughs> you use that one all the time, don't you? I know. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think I meant? <laughs> I thought it was the enemy missing ping under the danger one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> nope. Hang on. Hang on. Wait. Where's the um, uh, ping? All right. Default setting. Oops. Where? Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Enemy. Oh, yo. Oh, Antonio's right. It is, a, it is <gasps> the dude. It is the dude. <sighs> but when you actually ping it. Oh, yeah. It's the helmet dude. Yep. There's <gasps> no question mark. What the hell? Then where have I seen a question mark? That's a good question, because there's... I... <laughs> From normal league games. Yeah. I was going to say, and all those professional league games you've been watching. I think there's also a question mark bobble. When you kill an enemy or you get killed, sometimes uh, people will have these trinkets that pop out of their like pocket or whatever. There's no way that's what she's thinking about. <laughs> no. But there is there is a question mark one, I'm pretty sure. That's fine, but no, that's not what I'm thinking about. 
I definitely thought there was a question mark where like yeah, danger and so it turns out in patch three point four they changed no. <laughs> <laughs> see question mark I can't see that <laughs> okay is that a phone for ants yeah what the fuck dude <laughs> you're a, it's a phone for Antonio you should turn the light on thank you you got to the joke I appreciate you. We're about to wrap up anyways. All right, for the last thing that we're going to do today, let's talk about our dream team five, man. Well, okay, that's what I want to talk about. But after that, I need to give a pro update because there's a lot of stuff. Uh, and I forgot to do it at the beginning of this. All right, give the pro update first. No, 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 no. So we, we could do it at the beginning or the end, not in the middle. <coughs> All right, okay. All right, fair. Um, my dream team. I want Lee Sin in my jungle. I think he's really awesome. Why? Because I think... If you get a Lee Sin scaling early and just able to gank all the lanes, that dude's fucking unstoppable. That dude just goes bop, bop, ah, and people die. And that's great. His Q has an execute. He's really good at hopping in and out of the jungle because he has a dash built into his kick or uh, into his kit. His kick is really good because he can displace enemies out of their ultimates, out of like he can kick a cannon away from the team. He can kick enemies towards his team. So I, I like Lee Sin in the jungle. Here's the thing about ideal team comps, right? And, like, Lee Sin in the jungle is incredibly powerful, right? But <laughs> I think in League of Legends, one of the reasons that League of Legends is such an incredible game is that there is no such thing as the ideal team comp. Oh, of course not. Because it's, like, it's the most, like, complicated game of, of rock, paper, scissors ever, right? Like, yeah, you know, for, like, like it, you know, so, like, that's, you know, what I kind of alluded to when I was, like, it's a good opportunity to introduce a new thought process to the person who asks questions because, like, and that's why my first question was, why do you want Lisa in your jungle? Is because, like, you have to think about, like, what you're trying to accomplish when you, like, build your team. And not only what you're trying to accomplish, but how does it impede and, like, prevent the enemy team from doing what they want to accomplish, right? Because, like, you know, you can have a Lee Sin, but I think, you know, like, uh, does Lee Sin fit, like, what your top and, and mid laner want to do? Does it fit what your bot lane is trying to do? Does it play into what the enemy team wants you to do, right? So... I think Lee Sin's a really strong champion, but I struggle to be like, I would put him in my ideal team comp. <laughs> well, I'm talking about, it's mostly going to be like my favorite champ sesh people that I want if they're like ideal good players, right? Like if people that are going to be piloting these champs are competent. Okay, that's a different question then. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I agree with the things you're saying though. I think that's important, and I hope that we can get back to our good friend in Discord who asked this. Let me let me figure out what their name were. I think it's like Dinatar or something like that. So our good friend Dinatar, I hope you listen to this episode, and I hope you get back to us with some more thoughts about what that question of what's your ideal comp means. Oh. Yeah? Who gave us that nice review? Who gave us that nice feedback? What's their name? Uh, shoot. Let me go look. Because I, I, told, I told people if they give us a review, we'll shout them out on the show. Oh, yeah, we should. That counts as a review, and this is a very nice one. It was a very nice one. I think it might have been Dinatar. So if it is, shout out. If not, shout out anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, so moving on, I'm going to go on to my mid lane actually here. And I want Yasuo. I want the Hasagi man himself. I want tornadoes. I want wind walls. I want to be able to combo off of some of my abilities. And I think if Lee Sin's kick works the way it, I think it does. Yes, it does. Yasuo, after Lee Sin alts can alt that person as well yep they have a very short amount of time to do so yes all right not that short in my bot lane i want nami i think nami's really good nami also has two ways to trigger my yasuo 
So that way I can make sure between the bubble and the wave that uh, we can get that ultimate off. And that's important. Like Ryan was saying, having synergies is really good. And I just think Nami's one of the best supports out there. I do. I think she's really good. This is a terrible team. Continue. How dare you? <laughs> For my duo laner, I want Jinx. I want somebody who can just fucking clean up the enemy team while the rest of the team's working on CCs, etc., etc., and making sure that we're fucking them up. Malphite ruins this team's day. <laughs> oh, in top lane, I want set. Malphite shits on this team so hard. <laughs> well, why? I don't know why. You got full AD, dude. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. None of these champs are AP. Nope. So I should probably make some mage in there somewhere. Yes. But that's that's where I'm starting. Cool. For me, I like I like to think of team comps a little more like abstractly because I think there are roles that you need to fill on a team that can be filled by multiple roles depending on how you build your team comp, right? So like I think key things that you really need to kind of figure out about your team and I know Dave's going to have opinions about this too, so I'm curious to hear what he has to say. Not a bad way. I'm li- li- not in a bad way. Literally, just I'm curious to hear what you have to say about this topic. <laughs> he's like the he's like the um, that get that meme. It's like <laughs> we're explaining something. <laughs> Dave, you're IRL muted. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, he's 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 memeing like a dank mamer. Mamey, that's me. Dank mamey, Um. Okay, so. Obviously, in the bot lane, you need some kind of sustained damage, right? That's kind of what you what you're looking for out of your bot lane. Whether that's AP or AD, like you know, it's 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 whatever, right? The important thing to on to make sure on your team is that you're balancing sources of physical and magic damage, right? So if you have AP in the bot lane, you need AD elsewhere, and if you have AD in the bot lane, you need AP elsewhere. So if you have Seraphine in the bot lane you probably want an AD mid laner, right? Uh, like Zed or something. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. And so depending on what kind of sustained damage you settle for, I think, you know, that in, that kind of informs your jungle and mid pick, maybe even top two with, with the champions like Gwen in the game now too, who can uh, be a top laner. But, you know, there's different compositions to kind of, to kind of consider too. You have uh, heavy engage compositions where your goal is to try and, you know, get a pick on the enemy team and, and, and team fight, you know, get them and team fight and, you know, slot, lock them down and, and team fight them where they, where, wherever you want. Right. There's poke comps where you don't, you don't want to engage. You don't want to fight them straight up. You want to use your abilities to kind of poke them down and, and, and get them super low health. And then you finish them off. You know, or they have to go back and heal and it opens up the map for you to make a play, play elsewhere. You can have uh, compositions that are, are neither that are more like peely counter engage kind of um, compositions. Braum is an excellent champion for that kind of composition, but I really think it comes down to, and obviously this is more for duos and trios and five stacks. Like uh, you can't really have a ton of influence of, on this over in solo queue, but you can try and like, you can't influence what your teams are going to pick, but you can tailor your pick to kind of fit what, gaps your team has already right and so i think at a high level every team kind of needs some way to engage some way to disengage right um some way to deal uh sustained damage 
you might need a tank. You might not need a tank. If you're if you, uh, if you have a, a an immobile AD carry like Varus or Jinx, you probably want a tank to try and soak up some of that uh, damage and and kind of make give them space, right? But if you have a a, a super mobile AD carry like Kaisa or Ezreal, you don't you might not need a tank. You you could probably get away with having a more of a bruiser uh, or even an assassin in the solo lanes. All that to say is I don't I you know. Team composition is something that is incredibly deep and complex uh, to talk about in League of Legends. And even, you know, because you can talk about how champions are good into each other all you want. It also comes down to how good you can play them too, right? You know, you, you can be like, Gwen beats, or set beats Gwen, you know, 10 out of 10 times, but only if they are equally skilled, right? <laughs> um, and so if, you, if you're if you not comfortable on set, you're probably going to lose the Gwen who's played 100 games on it. So. Yeah, I think it's an awesome conversation. I think it would be good to have an awesome thing to talk to the person who asked this question, get a follow-up question about, like, you know, what kind of team comps do they like to participate in, right? Because that's another thing. It's like, do you like playing poke comps? Do you like playing engage comps? Some people find poke comps incredibly boring, and, and they throw the game because they're like, ah, fuck this. I'm, I'm just going to engage. But that's not what your team does. <laughs> so, anyway. Do you have a five champs you'd put into a comp? I don't because it doesn't work that way. Because <laughs> like I could be like I, these are the five champs that I have on my team, and then they could like that's why draft goes alternates by the way, right? Yeah. Because you need to be able to adapt to what your enemy your, the enemy is doing. I could be like I want these five champions, my and my enemy is like okay, well I'll have these five champions. Fuck your team. <laughs> League is definitely the greatest. Like the greatest game compilation of the known knowns and the unknown knowns. Yeah. And like how to play into both of those. And the unknown unknowns. Like, for example, yeah, like for example, your team, you know, you take Malphite top, you could do like Wukong in the jungle, some sort of tanky, tanky ish mid laner, and uh, Vayne in the bot lane, again uh, with like Lulu, and you are losing that game. Most times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Also, I found out the name of that person. It is trashpanda.exe. So thank you, Trashpanda. Thank you, Trashpanda. Thank you very much for the glowing review. I made sure to show Ryan. I'm not sure if I've showed Emily and Dave yet. I think I did, though. It was so nice. We really appreciate it. You didn't show me. so You haven't shown me anything. I will show you. And I will show Dave as well. If I thought I might have shared it to the group chat, but I might have only shared it to a different group chat, and that's okay. No, you don't like us. I only live with you, and you didn't show me. So <laughs> I am human. I am human. Or are you dancer? I make mistakes. Yeah, you don't like Emily or I. Ryan, Emily, Dave. I'm disappointed in all three of you for each of those comments you made. <laughs> all of these true statements that we made. <laughs> I got Ryan's reference, and I got both of you flaming me, and I didn't like any of them. <laughs> okay, real quick, before we close the episode, I want to give a quick update. Yeah, the pro update. Yes, because uh, I know everyone listens to this show specifically to get their... For pro updates. <laughs> their updates on the Pro League of Legends scene, and nowhere else. So, don't worry, I got you guys. <laughs> um, so My answer would have been the same as Ryan's, by the way. Um, about the team comp stuff? Yeah, except I'd, I'd pretty much always take Azir. <laughs> That's why I'm banning Azir. Duh. Emily, do you have any thoughts on champs you'd want anywhere? Azir. That's why you ban him. Azir is insanely broken. No, I said Emily. Emily. 
Me. Emily, do you have any thoughts on five champion seed put in a comp? Caitlin. I'm Emily. <laughs> to be honest, I don't pay attention to that. So. Ash. You just pick the champ you want to pick that's available. Get that ash. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about the other characters. I don't care. Sorry, champions. I don't care what any. I. That's a fucking mood. I, I pick what I want and that's what I play. And I don't, I don't think past that. I don't think about like. Respect. Would it be better if I, this character or this champion or I was paired with this champion or whatever? No, I don't think past that. So. M doesn't give a single fuck. <laughs> She's coming for your ass and you can't do a thing about it. <laughs> Emily is who I want to be when I grow up as a League of Legends player. <laughs> Honestly, Emily's kind of touching upon something here that I think more players could probably, myself included, um, don't be like a a tier list slave, right? Don't just pick a good champion because it's Stuart, so it's a great champion. He's a great player. I'm sure he's he's super smart about the game, right? But that's the nicest thing you've ever said about him. (laughs) Unlike PC League, where we have. Plenty of player data available to us where we can see like champion pick ban- ch- uh, pick rates, ban rates, win rates, um, all that stuff. Any of that, any tier list like telling you about the strength of a uh, champion relative to another champion is purely guesswork based on that like content creator's opinion. And like I said, they have good opinions. They're good players, right? Um, you know, like shout out to Stuart, Hell's Devil. Those are basically the only two guys I know, uh, <laughs> um, but like those those guys are those guys are top of the ladder. Those they're really good and they have strong opinions. But they're those they're exactly that. They're not backed up by any sort of data, which is fine, right? But it's it's impossible to say like this is a tier ass champ without n- knowing data <laughs> more you know hard data other than like well ch- challenger player said it's really good. <laughs> um, so don't be afraid to pick a Relian Soul in your rank games. Is what I'm saying. Now, hold on a second. All right, pro update. And then we're cutting it. We're way over time. Cool, pro update. Yeah, so regional leagues are all done. Domestic leagues. Uh, LCS has crowned the champion, Cloud9. Crushed the uh, 100 Thieves in the in the finals. Hashtag Systems9. LEC, we had another stomp. Rogue snapping G2, 3-0 as well. Which is crazy because we had playoffs... You know, across the world, going uh, going to five five games and then the finals in these two regions, just three out stomps, pretty crazy. We already talked about LPL LCK champions, and so after LEC and LCS, they did the uh, World's Draw Show, um, which is pretty interesting. Um, and so the World Championship, just to give you a brief rundown, uh, twenty four teams across the world are invited to participate in this cha- in this tournament to crown the world champion. Twelve of the twenty four teams are automatically seeded into the group stage. Uh, is that right? Twelve? Yeah, twelve. Right. Yeah. Yep. Because there's four groups, and so three three teams in each group have already been you know seeded in there, and so these will be like the top seeds from each region, or top two seeds from each region. Well, no, sorry. Two top two seeds from each major region. There's a second seed from a minor region that's in the play-in stage. We'll explain in a second. So there'll be four groups, four teams each. Right now, there are three teams in each group. To determine who the fourth team in each group is going to be, the other twelve players are playing in what's called the play-in stage, which is another part of the tournament uh, where they have to play each other a bunch of times, and the winners of the play-in stage. 
there'll be four winners total and each of them will be divided up into the groups rounding out the groups of four those groups of four will play against each other top two teams from each group will advance to the playoffs uh where they will play in a single elimination bracket to determine the world champion so it's pretty cool we got a lot of spicy teams in the play-in uh because regions like uh Korea, Europe, and China get four seeds. Uh, they get to send four teams, so they're third and fourth seeds, I'm pretty sure, in the plans, which is <sighs> pretty bonkers. Because <laughs> the third and fourth Chinese and Korean teams are... They're probably better than most other regions' champions. <laughs> so I mean, let me just pull up the, the, uh, the draw real quick so I can talk about it. Um, okay. Group A, group of deaths. So in the playing stage, we got two groups, two six-team groups. In the first group, we got Fnatic, the, uh, who is the third seed from Europe, Beyond Gaming, who's from another region. Um, <laughs> I want to say, do you know where Beyond's from, Dave? Why do I want to say Japan? Taiwan, PCS, Pacific Championship region, whatever. Detonation Focus Me, which is a team from Japan. Evil Geniuses, which is the second seed from North America, uh, Loud, which is a team from Brazil, uh, and then Chiefs Esport Club rounds out Group One in the play stage, which is an Oceanic team. That that team that group is not so bad, right? Uh, the strongest teams at a glance are like Fnatic and Evil Geniuses. Those are the major region teams. Every other team is from a minor region. We got Group B. <coughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got Dragon X from uh, Korea as their third, fourth seed. One of what well, it doesn't matter. They're one of those. Yeah, they're really good. They're pretty good. Uh, like honestly, honestly, okay. I think people are hy- hyping up Dragon X. I don't really think they're that good. I think people are excited for Def to make his return to Worlds, but like I don't think they are a favorite in this group by any means. The other teams, a Royal Never Give Up, who is uh, coming as the LPL fourth seed, which is crazy because they won the league in spring. Um, <laughs> so the spring champions are being sent to Worlds as the fourth best team from their region. Think about that. It's pretty nuts. That is pretty crazy. Then we have Saigon Buffalo, which is a Vietnamese team. We got Mad Lions, which is the second seed from, uh, fourth seed from Europe. Uh, Istanbul Wildcats, which is a Turkish team, and then Isarus, which is a Latin American team, rounding out Group B. At a glance, it is incredibly likely that Royal Never Give Up will make it out of that group. Um, the second spot is a toss-up between Dragon X and Mad Lions, in my opinion. I re- like most people will tell you Dragon X and Royal Never Give Up are like like lock-ins to make it out of this, but I really I, don't know, I made my opinion of them. All right, and then in, in group stage we have. Uh, four groups, Group A through D. Group A. <laughs> uh, so up until this point, if you are a Western fan, you've been cautiously optimistic about our, uh, you know, our chances at the World Championship. This is where I'm about to crush those hopes for you. Um, so Group A is uh, – so these are the teams that are the top seeds from their regions, right? These, these teams are good enough that they get to skip the play-in stage. Yeah. The best of the best supposedly so we have uh the top seed from north america cloud nine um playing against t1 you might know them (laughs) you might you might recognize players such as faker (laughs) um or the greatest top laner some say the greatest top laner in the world at the moment zeus it's not zeus it's zeus yes 
And Zayas, yes. And the best support in the world, Korea. Yeah. That team's incredibly strong. They're the second seed from Korea because they uh, lost to an even better team, imagine <laughs> Imagine that, um, which I'll get to there in Group D. So rounding out uh, Group A is Edward Gaming from uh, LPL. An incredibly strong team. This group is going to be really hard for, honestly, any of them to get out of. Like, I like people forget that like T1 and Edward Gaming have to play the play each other too, <laughs> right? They're going to take games off each other too, right? So, um, like that could that could have very easily been the finals. Yeah, absolutely. It, like, like we're getting some banger matchups in group stages, and then obviously the fourth team in each group is to be determined. So, moving on to Group B, we got the first seed from China, JD Gaming. They're good. They're very good. They're very good. <laughs> they're like yep. <laughs> they they are favored. They're one of the favorites to win the tournament. In second, we have the second seed from Europe, G two Esports. Yep, also very good. <laughs> they were they were kind of on a tear um, in the playoffs up until they got their shit shoved in by Rogue in, in the finals three zero. But you got people like Caps and Yankos on that team, legendary Western players who you know I'm sure they'll go three and three in groups um, as everyone expects. Three and three, lol. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's, sometimes it's good enough. If one of the, if one of the teams goes six zero, that's or yeah six zero, that's good enough. Yep. Then the third group in in. <laughs> Which is crazy. The third seed from Korea, Damwon Kia, who uh, won Worlds a couple years ago, and they've been they've been dying to 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 get back ever since. Showmaker, people argue that his his peak was higher than Faker's. I think it's arguable, one way or the other. He, incredibly talented player, um, but that team does have some question marks around it. They have Canyon, who's considered to be one of the strongest junglers in the world, but their bot lane is like. Hmm. Okay, Group C. We got top seed from Europe, Rogue. Yay! Uh, this is actually one of the easier groups because then we have the second seed from China, Top Esports, a very strong team. Uh, and then third team in Group C is Gam Esports, which is the first seed from the VCS, I believe. Yeah, the Vietnamese uh, Championship Series. Every year, the Vietnamese team kind of surprises everyone by how strong they are people expect because like vietnam is is considered a minor region that uh that you know they kind of expect to get slapped around or everyone expects them to get slapped around by the minor, uh, major regions but they have been um you got you guys know that meme where it's like all right i'm gonna go fight x and then it's like the guy sitting there is like damn, damn x got got hands. Hands. yeah that's 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 the vcs <laughs> vcs got hands <laughs> all right they're a little fucked up and crazy over there. They know what they're doing. Okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been true for like three, four years at this point. Yeah. They, they, they show up. I like it. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Like, people are calling this the easiest group because of Game Esports is, is in that group, but like, it's tough to underestimate them at this point, I think. And then finally... I just, so I think this group is also not that bad, but it has the tournament favorites in it. The first seed from uh, Korea, Gen G, Generation Gaming. Okay. They are considered to be a super team with arguably the best players in the in the world at each role. They smashed T1 in the finals domestically. Yeah. I believe they lost one match in uh in summer. Yeah, like Jesus. The entire time, <laughs> um, and this was the, the this is the T one team that was setting records in spring for most victories, right? <laughs> right, like, like 
Record still stands, though. Just saying, scoreboard. Yeah. And then they got smashed. <laughs> I also want to <laughs> say, we're saying these are the easy groups. We are but a lowly podcast, so maybe we're wrong. Maybe these could be harder groups. But you know what? We're just we're just looking at it from people who are looking at it. That's all. And then we have the second seed from, I want to say, Oceania. Or first seed from Oceania. Oh, PCS, rather. First seed from PCS. Flying Oysters. <laughs> um, don't know what that's about. <laughs> Again, PCS probably has hands too, like uh, like the Vietnam, uh, Vietnamese league. Uh, and then rounding out Group D is Hundred Thieves, the third seed from North America, and they're good. Well, they got smacked in the finals. So, fun fact about Hundred Thieves: they've been, they participated in four finals in LCS history, and they are uh, part of I want to say three of the fastest of all time. Or no, they're part of four of the fastest of all time. They've been in four finals, and they've all been the fastest finals of all time. <laughs> So they're the Bills of the league world. Four Super Bowl appearances, four losses. Except they won one of them. Okay, right, good for them! Yeah, they smashed one of them 3-0. Oh, shit. The, the rest, they got smashed 0-3. <laughs> oh, wait. So they set the record as one of the fastest to win and to lose? Yep. <laughs> strong highs, strong lows. All right, any other pro updates? You know if 100 Thieves is in a LCS Finals, you're going home early. One way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the only last thing is the play-in stage begins in a couple weeks from now, um, at the end of uh, September. Uh, so it's actually right around the corner, which is pretty awesome. I believe we're going to be able to watch uh, Champions Q games uh, with play- with players that are uh, coming over to-, to play. Yes, too. So we're going to be able to watch these players uh, in games. To clarify, uh, Champions Q is kind of like the North American version of Legendary Ranked on Wild Rift. The North American servers live in Chicago, where they are relatively equidistant from everyone in the country. But most of the pro players and the pro scene takes place in California, where they have a lot of ping, because it's on the other side of the country from Chicago. Um, So they have something called Champions Q, which is a a server that is located right in LA, uh, where all the the pros and pro-aspiring people can go play on very low ping. And it's supposed to be like a hyperbolic time chamber for them uh, to to get better. And they are opening. Uh, there were some questions if it was going to be running during Worlds or not. They confirmed that it is, and that they will be inviting the 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 other teams to to join. So it should be pretty interesting to see these championship games uh, leading up to Worlds. Um, and again, I know everyone listens to this show because this is the only place they get their League of Legends news. Uh, <laughs> So we'll keep you updated as the World Championship starts and uh, and, and uh, progresses. Hell yeah! All right, y'all. It's a, it's a, it's always a fun time when uh, when those when those players like change regions and play in other regions. Uh, uh, there's a, a caster from LEC uh, named Cadrel that always makes a, makes fun of it because uh, they get they get brand new accounts and they can name them whatever they want. So it's always interesting to figure out who's on who who's on what account. Antonio's desperately trying to end this episode, so I think we should keep it going as long as possible. <laughs> I was going to. <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks, everyone. This is what I deal with, y'all. This is why I wanted to live stream it. Now I have footage. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. This is uh, another episode of the League of Learning Wild Rift podcast. Check out all our socials and all that good stuff. All right. Love you all very much. Thanks for being great supporters, great co-hosts. Maria, thank you for being an amazing listener today. That's it. That's all I got. Bye. Thank you.
Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.